Welcome back to Precious Words, The Moral Code. Today's topic is titled The Internal Three. Today we are going to meditate on the topic. We are going to visit places within ourselves to identify our three or how we connect with the three. So count to three and as my manager would say, touch a tree, take a breath, hold it. As I've said before, we are in the series, well, I'm doing a series called Morpheus. Morpheus is the god of dreams, where morph is the altering of an image, and the way I'm using it is the altering and changing of self. Now, before we jump into it, we will dip our toe into the last session on understanding and knowing. Where understanding is the perception of something, subject, or situation, and knowing is based on facts, experience that we gain through life and relationships. We are all made aware that knowledge, well, and knowledge is understanding, and, and understanding is knowledge, another within the other. Our ways of communicating with one another, interacting, and ways in how we deal with ourselves is all based on knowledge and understanding or directed, um, so to say, of knowledge and understanding or knowing and understanding. The understanding of who we are, but the knowing of what we want and what we have to do to get it whether it's separation from a lesson to gather our blessings in full or to sit and separate ourselves from the world to get back in touch to who we are becoming or just where we are now we're going to tap into the recap as usual giving you the breakdown of self versus self we have self versus man self versus world and self versus higher power well self versus self is you as an individual with or without outside or surrounding factors you know and you have to look at it from the different stages of yourself because you're forever growing and evolving um, but life events with things you may go through before major influences, so things that are around you that can contribute or express um, your character, can contribute to your character or help you express your character, you know, um, if you stand out from your family or your surrounding neighborhood, um, you know, scenarios like that. You have self versus man, that's family, friends, predators, prey, and these are the types of relationships that will influence directly who you want to be or who you will be and that's why they say you have to watch out um, at tender ages which you do you know introduce to your kids and things of that nature because you know that influences you don't want them to you know start acting away doing you know whatever 
we have self versus world getting um, introduced to the classes, the social ladder, how men and or women, uh, you know, the ones that set forth major influences, role models, things of that nature, how it can trickle down to the community that surrounds you. Um, this affects our interactions with one another. Um, and, you know, can affect you as a person when trying to place yourself in this world some way, somehow. Last but not least, you have self versus higher power. This is where you reflect on what you do or what you have done and who you desire to be versus who you have become. This is where reflection of self, you know, self versus self, is motivated from. Uh, meaning you can leap back to the top of the list, self versus self. This helps you uh, get more deeply into who you want to be get deeply into who you have become. This is where you may feel guilt or shame. Like I said, motivation, things of that nature. In real time, like I mentioned, uh, others like myself place self versus higher power first, last, and throughout every interaction of life, whether it's versus uh, man with uh, relationships in our lives. Versus the world, stepping out into the world, being a part of the world. And of course, like I mentioned, with ourselves. Alright, now, count to three. As my manager would say, touch a tree. <laughs> Take a breath. Hold. And release. Sorry, I got a little bit off um, my game. I was on a roll, and then my son woke up, and I'm like, man, where did I leave off? I'm getting that energy back. But the internal three, right? So the internal three, this is how myself as an individual remains. For most, it's the mind, body, and soul. You know, the three that you live by, um, that you identify with or what have you. But me, it's the heart, the spirit, and the soul. Uh, with your mind as the switchboard for your physical to be able to understand the three, you know what's going on internally with you. Where the heart may be metaphoric or a symbolization for love um, or your caringness or whatever. I mean, some people say the spirit too, but... Um, for me, it's symbolic for the love that you have, of course, the care, the nurturing, the, I'd say, what is it, like the impulse to, or what have you. The spirit and the soul may mean the same for some, but for me, uh, they are the layers of your core, and, you know, uh, the means of pure and true survival. Have you ever noticed that? When you go through things, it seems like through the years you get bits and pieces of prior lessons. You get a good chunk of what you need to do. You know, in that moment when something happens, the ice break, the clouds open, you know you, 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 know you need an umbrella. You know you need to get out of the rain. You know uh, what they call like the fight or flight mode, you know that, you know. But... You know what you need to do to continue past discomforts or the confusion 
that you may have encountered. But two to three years later, or within that two to three years, you know, just the same, you start to see more of why or how, you know, like why something had to be let go of. And not just because you were hurt, you know, heartbroken, but also because your spirit was being broke down. Maybe you were turning away from your true self. Your soul was being tainted or you're selling it. How? How was the result determined? Like how, how did you get to the point of letting go and moving on? How did you get into the point of fight or flight or what have you? Feeling or knowing when you are on the edge, right? You're at your edge, you're at your breaking point. But for me, for my understanding of this, this comes from a vulnerable point of yourself. When you feel as though you're at your edge, you're at your point, you're vulnerable at this point, you're, you're somewhat exposed. Could we say it comes from the feeling of you needing to be needed that exposes you to this point as i've mentioned before that feeling is like a it's like a soft spot for us humans you want to be useful you want to be helpful some of us want to be included somehow or when we see a role and we know we can fill it we try to play our role But it gets to a point where something shifts, something changes, and we're at our soft spot is being exposed. I can say, for example, as women, when we're in love, when we really care about someone, we would do anything for the men that we love. Sacrifice ourselves, reputation, bodies, our mind, our intelligence, our strength, our time, energy, to pour into another. Women, nurturers of life, for our lovers, and even our friends and family. As people, no matter the gender, with big hearts, like I said, seeing a need and wanting to go ahead and, and do it. It's not for the purpose of points or stripes, but the purpose of feeling and being useful. Feeling good about who you are, knowing what you can provide, what you can offer and give. With our big hearts leaning on ourselves while others lean on us. See, a lot of us feel alone in our battles because we are in our battles on our own, of our own. See, the damage, the damage when it comes down to certain relationships and the roles that we play, see, the damage you will never see until after the fact. The steps miss, the combat skills or survival techniques that you are now equipped with 
or that you knew about but you didn't know how to use it you didn't know what to do in those situations or you weren't thinking about it in those moments you sit and you reflect the only time to truly reflect and critique is after a battle and when you're in transition getting ready for another one because as we all know life goes on I have, looked, I have looked back on different periods of my own life and I can say I have never been happier than I am today. One of my biggest lessons, right, is that having a big heart, it translates into being too nice. And with too nice, for me, that's my soft spot. That's my, that's my vulnerability right there. Too nice, too nice. I have been taken advantage of, I've been lied to, I've been lied on and played for full on many occasions. Family, first, <laughs> they always say family will show you first. But with family, friends, people I thought were my friends, people I thought I'd have my back, people I thought we was cool, lovers, and even myself. And it is very possible to play yourself for a fool, whether it's for somebody else or for something you want from somebody else. To completely take advantage of yourself is playing yourself for a fool. Becoming a mother has really shown me that this is why I choose to be to myself and build from here on no more doubting what I am doing and who I am my worth no more ignoring it a true meaning of goddess I feel and I know my love is rich and full of nutrients where many could grow, but don't due to the abuse or misuse of the plot. Some have only gotten the high hope or have gotten the high of the hope, as did myself. Knowing the potential, taking that and shooting yourself up with that adrenaline of it only to be let down and disappointed because what is potential but something any and everyone has saving my love saves my energy and time to which I am investing into my son and I am paid back with smiles laughter and the true feeling of the space around me. I feel secure, firm standing and strong on who I am becoming, who I will be. Sometimes I may choose to just lay around and just bask in all that I have accomplished. Rest, truly rest. This little hill to one is a mountain to me and I will continue to grow and to build on it. 
having spirit to me is an essence that can be read in your presence, your tone, your drive. And even to be seen in the presence. (laughs) I've seen it. Have you ever noticed how, for an example, children, babies, will show you who they trust and who they don't? Or if they're uncertain, they'll just sit and observe? Even with dogs, they read on energy. Another example, when you are humble by your heart, you can always sense someone's true nature, no matter the words. And no words can actually describe. Looking back with some friends and family, with different interactions, I knew more than even, I can even explain logically. With rationing, I couldn't. But I knew, I saw. Situations before I invested in, I had a feeling, a nudge. I saw something, but I couldn't explain it. Therefore, I ignored it. And it got me into some trouble. (laughs) I'm still learning that my faults of the heart exposes my spirit to damage. Because of course your spirit I want to guide. Of course I want to be there and share, but... I am still learning that my faults of the heart exposes my spirit to damage. Nothing is worse than a broken spirit. The life I have watched drained from friends and loved ones, watching them bleed spirit while still trying to present something like it, not realizing it is synthetic and not created but imagined. Myself, I could never see. But looking back, I see what I see with others, but not myself. But I'll get into that. See, the mind works 24 hours a day, seven days a week, day and night. Rather working your job, being social with friends, family, self-reflecting, or even just dreaming at night. Translating how you may feel on your face or your frustration through your body language or the tone of your voice translating what you're feeling, what you're thinking. Maybe even your body completely shuts down due to an overload of stress or the receiving of energy from someone else. Your body just is trying to translate it. When you're having an internal or external battle, it is natural for your mind to try to break down or not to try, but to break down the elements that are presented and translate solutions, meaning Actions. What is your result? What are you resulting to? What is your solution solution for this conversation? For someone telling you about their problems. You try to 
give them simple solutions. When it comes down to self-reflecting. If not a problem, I need to fix food. Your brain breaks down how to fix the food. When you're feeling like I'm just depressed, your your mind tries to figure out how to get out of it. Even though it's like a battle. <laughs> well, I could do this, but then this. I could do that, but then that. Your mind goes back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes we may even overthink or underthink, which causes us to miss steps or to not even act accordingly to what we know we need to by overthinking or not thinking how we need to think, underthinking. We punish ourselves by sticking to not so good decisions. With the heart we use to see things through. When our spirit is being broke down into minerals. And our soul is crying out for help. Meaning, when you're invested into something. And you're determined to see it through. When it's not good, when it's it's your time for you to move course, time for you to let go, and you can't because you you've put your heart, you sacrificed your spirit and your soul it feels like it needs to be replenished. See, people like myself. In situations like these, lose weight, skin can darken, like the light has just been drained out of you. You're in this loop of life. Your smile becomes not so genuine, your happiness is conditional, and your energy becomes just as scarce as the time you once had. You slowly become unrecognizable to yourself and those who love you. Who know, who's known you for years and seen you at your highest, your lowest. Looking back at myself in the years 2020 or the progression from year 2018 to 2021 or 2018 till today. Wow. Whoa. That's <laughs> all I can really say. For me going through my battles, as for many soldiers, we march on through knowing that there are slopes with steep climbs and rough ways and traveling down. Life is truly like a roller coaster and it seems any bit of hope you may have, you hold on to. Rather, it's the belief in yourself or system you have set in place where no matter, well, a system of thinking you've set in place where it is like no matter the downs, there will be ups, half empty or half full kind of thinking. Whatever we can use to get through and get by, we hold it. We hold it as though it's like faith, the size of a mustard seed and we plant it. We plant that seed and we nurture it to grow. 
I notice I go through life without really grasping reality. For me, it's like I'm watching a movie in which I know I star, and I can dictate what I do, what I say. And so far, this has been my super strength. I'm able to make the right decisions. Once I've seen, I've gotten to a point to do what I gotta do and move on. But emotionally, I'm disconnected. I'm just in the front row seat. I'm in the front row seat just watching, dictating, pressing the buttons. And then after each scene, when we sit in our dressing room, sit on the side, we sit and we say, damn, I should have said this or I shouldn't have done that. Well, okay, boom, this is what I can do. I was right for this. Stick to the principle. Stick to the, the, the principle of who you are, the basis, your core. Stick to that, stick to that. We're going to get through this. Next scene, you'll see what this is. Next scene, we know this going to get through. Think about me. I will follow suit and I will not change character. I will not fabricate my growth or try and rush it. I'll speak my peace. And I will grow and I will learn and I will take life by the hands and enjoy the fact that I choose. Remember when I said prior to that charge to the game spirit. You're going to play the game of life. Regardless of what role you're playing in life, we are all playing that game of life. And whatever decision that we make, know your role. Understand you choose. Take pride and joy in the options that you do get to choose in. Whether I get hurt or I get blessed or hurt and then blessed, I accept my role and I will thrive no matter what. I have sat in the front row of my life and I've felt every heartbreaking scenario one could feel. From trust being broken to the the grasping of those little hairs of hope to push on. My soul, I have always cherished. And so far, I have yet to go, but so far, my spirit has been mangled. Do not get it twisted. My spirit has been taunted and poked at, but has stood strong to protect my soul. I have fallen off track. I've ventured back roads to life. I've seen the light of my future and all of its brightness. I have challenged my mind in many ways than more than just one. Not not only with books and poetry and different types of music. I have challenged my mind with wisdom. Wisdom I have obtained with the passing of strangers and their testimonies to the conquering of my own tales. I have yet to arrive and I wish to continue life. All elements, the fire of passion in the pit of my stomach to the winds of power for which I focus my energy, the lake of tears I have cried over the years. I sit on the shores to recapture the feeling of helplessness and loneliness I wish to never forget so that I may never feel it again. 
the fear that I may forget and then to be reminded a weakness I do not wish to share. In all trueness, the soul, spirit, and heart we all wear as ways to attract others like us. As though it's a strength. As though we are like birds trying to attract mates and soulmates and lovers and friends, family. The majority, majority of us are broken and attracting just what we are. Broken people. True strength is standing with no need to attract. But as you are, because the natural order will cycle with no forced hand. Living in truth, not just your version, but the actual truth that is based on fact and supported, of course, by opinion, but only for acknowledgement and not for excuse. What I'm saying is that I am alive with every breath from the moment I was given what I needed to realize who I was. I put one foot in front of the other to what I desire, no matter what choice or path I went down. My end goal is still the same. What I deserve that I can reach that benefits me and mine. The joy and drive I feel when I sing, when I write, when I create, whether it's a dance, whether it's a scene for a movie or a play, if only words can explain the thrill. When you have hit your own version of rock bottom, You vow to never hit that version again. You keep going forward and never forgetting where you have come from. That same fire that got you out will keep you going. We all have hopes and dreams. We all have potential. We all love to be or feel fulfilled. Be loved, feel loved. We all want compassion. We all want to be trusted. Companionship even is is what a lot of us want. Just like so, we all have a void. We are looking to be filled, but have no idea what that feel feels like. What it means for that void to be filled. What truly belongs in that void. We have ideas. What I see or know is that when I stopped trying, I got my answer and I moved accordingly. As I continue life, I will run into many different people, many different stories I will hear. People that will either have a place next to me, behind me, in front of me, or completely out of my sight. Life goes on. And instead of stopping to keep helping someone or to get somebody on my track or just 
basically getting off my course, I noticed that regardless, there will always be someone in my path. Either the same pace as me, sometimes either going a little faster than me, maybe just a little slower, but we will cross paths. Like I said, whether beside me, in front of me, behind me. And even if we're going the same pace in the same direction, sometimes we may go separate directions. Sometimes someone else may have another path they may take instead. But in that time, if we really cherish each other's presence, whatever, we are still cheering for one another. Either in spirit if we can't see each other, or from across the, the field. See, living life, knowing who you are, taking time to figure that out within the pace of life as it is, understanding who you are and knowing where you fit and don't fit in life will help you along the way. Moving accordingly with what is presented to you as evident, as fact. Listening to your soul warn you, to your spirit guiding you, and your heart warming you. These three are for you, not to heal anyone else, but for you. As a mother, these three are meant to teach my son and give to my son so that his inner three may lead him one day in the right direction. And even when he strays, we'll bring him back. Living in that truth, identifying your pros, your cons, your feelings within those pros and cons. Getting to know all of who you are, what makes you. For you to make the right decision for what you desire, your ultimate goal. And understanding that these things requires a certain amount of sacrifice, regardless of what you want to do or what you don't. Sacrifice is included in this. Being honest with yourself and others, being free and unapologetic. Now, this does not mean abandoning your humanity. This means supporting and protecting your morals, values, and principles. Sporting them because it's your duty and responsibility to exercise these. The moral of the story is to protect your heart, acknowledge your spirit, and nurture your soul. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful Sunday. I hope you enjoyed today's session. As I mentioned prior, the Moral Code has its own webpage. And once we get that up and running, I will give a poster, leave the link or, you know, <laughs> however. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, The Art of Unacceptance. I will be promoting my online called Black Sheeps. It's also on the website, The Pure AOU. Make sure you take a look at that too. I will be posting some new poems. Uh, today I will also um, I will also be having special guests uh, coming soon live conversations and other wonderful things so make sure you come back and invite some friends to listen in 
And again, I am Precious of Precious Words, The Moral Code. And I hope you come back next Sunday. Thank you. Thank you.